0: You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the After Laugh, After Laugh. Welcome to the After Laugh, After Laugh, After Laugh, After Laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead pull up a chair.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the After Laugh. I'm here with my um, acquaintance slash friend. Acquaintance
0: or... Social media goddess Social media slash friend, stalker. Yeah. Uh,
1: wait, am I no, a stalker? You're, yes, you're my I'm stalker. I'm the stalker. Okay. Uh, Natalia Nems. Nemes. Nemes. Oh,
0: you're Nemes so you're white Latin. Nemesh Natalia Nemes. If you're Hungarian. What
1: is your heritage?
0: Half Hungarian, half what?
1: Half, un- half Hungarian. What's the mutt part? Do you know?
0: German, Scotch-Irish. Okay. Well,
1: that's cool. That's, I'm Scotch-Irish and German, so there Hence, we go.
0: I love, love to drink.
1: Do you think that stereotype is true?
0: 100%. And yeah, rightfully so.
1: I know I, I mean Irish people are definitely <laughs> drunk 100% of the time I've never met a full Irish person who's like eh, no thank you for the." <laughs> I know no um, thank you alright so no. the reason I uh, the, we first met because you were doing something and I kept reading everything you did on Facebook now you're one of the few people who I found about I found out about on social media through Facebook Yay! usually it's through Twitter and I go this person's funny or through Instagram I go this person's interesting um but you were someone who on Facebook, I kept reading stuff that you were writing, and it was shit they should have told the shit you. shit they
0: should have taught you in college, shit, they K- should have taught you in shit 101.
1: Shit 101. And that was what first brought me to your, I guess, shall we say work?
0: Yes. And that's so funny because, I mean, again, anybody trying to do anything bigger than themselves, it shouldn't work on Facebook. Nobody gives a shit about, can I curse on this? Of course. Okay. What the hell? Nobody gives a shit about me on Twitter. Instagram's slowly building, but Facebook, for some reason, people care about me and they love me. And now how me did hugs. that
1: come out? Because I, I feel like i people. You almost have to choose your lane in social media about what you like, what you do. I think there was a time I used to write political blogs on on Facebook <laughs> and personal blogs and stories, and I would get like five hundred likes and shares and then I stopped doing it and then i tried try to do it like a year later and I'd get like three likes.
0: Well, you know the whole algorithm bullshit changed. Facebook. Tell me
1: about the algorithm. I don't know. Well, really I mean, know. it's
0: also... So a lot of people, especially even like people who are considered social media influencers, I'm not. I'm more considered like a micro-influencer because I'm not cool enough. I don't have enough followers yet. But the like Facebook and Instagram are obviously owned by the same people. Mark yes. Zucker- Zuckerberg, right? Um, over the past recent year, more specifically, like six months, they've really gotten very strict with their algorithms. Because at the end of the day, they want less people to see you because then you're forced to advertise. So there's this huge uproar. Well,
1: hold on. Back up for a second. They want less people to see you?
0: Yes. Because in that way, it forces you to advertise. So then they make more money off you. So a lot of the... They've changed their algorithms. So people that have big followings, their content is being seen by less people. And they're getting less likes. Hence then their money from the advertisers and everything are getting less because they're not getting as much traction
1: interesting so there's so what's happening in social media is sort of like um, what, what, it's almost like the tax system there's yeah. like a weird like the people yeah. at the top are getting taxed the most there, what, 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 what is the system why am I so stupid what's it called when they tax I, that way
0: I don't know. <laughs> I it's mean, I know what you're talking about, but like all that political stuff, I shy away. Oh from.
1: my god, I'm so stupid. But it's, a it's called thing.
0: taking it up the ass. Taking it up
1: the ass. So if you have a lot of people on Facebook, a lot of followers, they're like, "We'll, we'll make no money because they have so many followers. We have to make harder for them to get followers." Yeah, so we- it's
0: basically on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, they're just you know switching it, up. but we don't need to talk about that. We get better stuff. Now to is, talk that, about. is that?
1: But, but but I'm curious: is that out, or is that just the? Th- that's not conspiracy theory. That's been proven. No, it's
0: legit. It's straight up. I mean, the thing is, is like. There's no hard data in terms of what the actual algorithms are. People are always trying to crack it. But if you look at, like, if you have a business page, which you have to if you're a social media influencer because the marketers want to see your, your Analytics. ROI. Yes. Yes. They'll see the drop in numbers and it's consistent around the whole board
1: interesting okay so So no one's leaking the algorithm
0: no but if you also notice all of a sudden all these sponsored ads and people you've never heard of pop up you click on them they're not that popular that cool but that's how they have to now get to people but at the end of the day is this oh i just got done taking an online marketing course from this girl maria de giovanni she's like I think she's got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, but she's killing it, though. I mean, doing ads like she's making three million every quarter. So
1: she makes wait. So what does she do
0: again? She's a beauty blogger, but she also has online courses and stuff. And um, so
1: she's making her money telling people how to make money
0: yeah so well no so here's the thing we can sit and bitch about this or we can just accept for what it is and figure out I'm not to... complaining
1: I'm just curious no I know yes. but I'm just
0: saying in general like yeah. as a group of people I've noticed because people online obviously love to bitch about things we can sit here all day and bitch about the changes or we can go with the flow and learn how to make money off of it and she's doing such a good job off of it and so now I'm literally rebranding all of stuff for shit 101 because I can't advertise because the word shit even if there's an asterisk so now I'm having to rebrand everything okay
1: this is here about that so so shit 101 you can't do any sponsored ads on facebook or instagram or anything else because of the word shit
0: yeah and, and i literally changed my social media name just to Natalia Nemus, but because it linked back to my website shit 101 i still couldn't advertise so literally i'm having to change everything that is so my website's now called natalianemus.com
1: which is, you know, maybe good because it kind of gets your name recognition yeah. out there more. Um, so, tell me how Shit 101 came about. How did that first start for Shit you? Shit
0: 101 came about from me getting my ass kicked in life and talking Go on. about it. So, long story short, this broad is a smart chick. But what I realized over in my 20s and my early 30s is that there was a lot of things that, like, I just... Didn't get a heads up on, hence kept falling in the same hole over and over again. Talking about it to the same idiots, falling in the same holes, thinking that one of us were going to come up with a better solution. And um, when I moved out here, I was. And you moved from where? Uh, New York City. I did the corporate thing for a while. Gained forty pounds in six months. Developed an eating disorder and a cocaine habit. And not till my dad died did I be like, "Hmm, maybe this actually isn't a good thing for me." Now but the
1: corporate thing does th- that mean advertising or Wall everything, Street?
0: Literally twenty five jobs in probably like two years. Oh wow. I worked for a Korean golf apparel company, did marketing PR, I worked for a Speed Dating Company, sold inside sales. So you
1: were like you were like uh a Manhattan socialite type of thing where you're out the scene and the party. I
0: mean, I did eventually start going out, you know? I mean, I was like 40 pounds overweight. Finally, my girlfriends came out, but we had a bunch of like wallets that we like to call them, like rich finance guys that Mm -hmm. had to bring young hot chicks, which were my girlfriends at the time. I was just a roly-poly, but I was a fun one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you put coke up my nose and I wanted to go out because it felt great. But then the next morning when I woke up and still couldn't see my vagina, I was like, (laughs) shove more food down my throat. An (laughs)
1: overweight coke addict is definitely a tough one.
0: I'm very dedicated at everything in my life. <laughs> it's a,
1: it's
0: a, it's a beautiful slash horrible trait to have.
1: So you know what's funny about that is I've had a lot of. Con- I lived in New York for a long time. I don't know if you knew that as well, but um, and I've had a lot of conversations with people who, and I, I usually date civilians. I guess for lack of a better. What are word. civilians? Civilians are just not us. What not, is us? N- cool not people? people who not people who are not artists. <laughs> Got it. Not freelancers, Got not it. painters, not dancers, not particularly not comics or actors. I want to date a civilian, which is like a human with a job who looks at life as a thing to do with a kid in the house <laughs> uh, as opposed to life as a thing to like avoid. So um, civilians. I think that... Is uh, Is
0: that on your Tinder profile? I only date civilians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not like only, but I, I find myself more
0: you need a counterbalance. Interested all the in
1: civilians and yeah. just, just like another person who's like, what are you doing today? I don't know. That's I'm why
0: old married men love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> so, um, but the the last civilian I dated, she would kind of go on about how uh, gross the world of comedy wa- was and how gross comics were and what a weird, malformed sense of identity these people have and how they were, not immoral, but just kind of basically like you guys are like the dregs of society. And I would tell her, well, your Upper East Side, New York, Jewish community is a lot more fucked than you think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of cocaine going on. There's a lot of infidelity going on. There's a lot of weird eyes wide shot Illuminati goat head shit going on that you you don't know about because you're a very sweet girl. But I'm telling you, what's happening in Wall Street and in the corporate world in New York, and I've never been that in Wisconsin, but what's happening there can be fucking like crazy shit i mean look at jeffrey epstein for example yeah. so for some reason like as artists we're like oh you guys no no we're not we're actually i think we're almost more puritanical than a lot of people
0: well we're the lights we should light on darkness
1: yes we're all scum, but at least we look at it and go... Eh.
0: I mean, I'm not scum.
1: All right. No, you're not. So, um, <laughs> so you're doing the corporate thing. You're 40 pounds overweight. You're also doing cocaine. You were like the Artie Lang of the corporate world. Yes. And, you, and what, what was the moment where you were like snapped out of that? Well,
0: my dad died suddenly. Like, so I left New York City because he got, had a seizure and had to get quadruple bypass surgery. <sighs> and turns out he had cancerous cells. No one knew about it. And so three months later, he died wow and so and my dad and i got in our one and only fight right before he died mm. and he called me a bitch and so i walked out the door and i'm like until you apologize i'm not coming back and then the next call i got is your dad's dead so that woke me the fuck up. that's
1: yeah that's a tough one
0: that woke me up and you know I have was, you
1: have you gone through like massive amounts of therapy for that
0: you know oddly, How, what's your what's
1: your clo- how'd you get closure on that just so
0: curious. here's the crazy thing so my mom and my sister both suffered from mental illness and addiction and my sister was in the height of her alcoholism at that time. We also lost his ashes so never able to give him a proper burial.
1: You lost so, his ashes? This well, sounds like getting a play rom-com.
0: So yeah, I mean like it's bananas, but like so I came out to LA probably about Seven months after he died, it really didn't hit me. I literally had my first panic attack probably, like, about the month into it. Um, and it really started to sink in. And there's something always been about me of, like, I've done therapy later on in life. But something has always had within me the will and the fight to survive. And yeah. in the sense of but finding truth in it. Because it's easy to numb it and survive, sure. which eventually will create issues. But from my own sense, I'm like, my dad always sat me and was like, "I." he knew he was going to die young, which is crazy. He died at 52. But he also was like, I want to be um, cremated and spread my ashes into the ocean. That always stuck with me. And so, like, when I was out here, I was like, okay, I can't control what happened. But I can't control my actions and my future. So I did a lot of crying. I did a lot of purging and everything. But at one point...
1: What made you decide to come out here, though, by the way, from New York? Well, to because LA?
0: I always was an artist at heart. Okay. But my dad knocked my mother up at the age of 16. My dad barely spoke any English. So, like, it was always survival mode. So, when I was in fourth grade, my babysitting money was paying for our, our family's groceries. So, I never really was allowed to be a child. Express yourself, of course, yeah. I, I had a lot of adult responsibilities. And so like after I was the first person to go to college and get a corporate job and then all that other shit happened, I'm like, look, this isn't serving me. And after my dad died, I said, it gave me the biggest blessing in my life. It really woke me up to being like, life is short and I, this is beautiful. And I have an opportunity to live my life now the way I want to fuck what everybody else wants, you yeah. know? And so his death gave me the biggest blessing and mm-hmm. I literally gave me the freedom to be me. And um, so I moved out here because I I always, at the time, I thought my passion and where I was supposed to be in life was in front of the camera. Like, I always looked at Brooke Burke. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to travel. I want to do crazy shit like her. And then I started working for E! and doing production work. And then I um, actually supplemented my income at 26 years old waiting tables for the first time. My ego was always like, I'm not going to do that because I got through of college and high school and everything. But then I couldn't pay my bills. So I started waiting tables, which eventually led to shit 101 stuff. But I literally remember this was when my dad and my grandmother both died of cancer the same year. Wow. And literally, I remember scraping dried condoms off of a floor set and spray painting or Windexing these plants so they would look good on camera. And I was like. Fuck
1: <laughs> this shit. well back up for a second go back go you, you, yes, you, you heard lost we had dried condoms, so
0: there was dry so I worked for clean house for e
1: e so they clean would clean house like, was a series it, it was it still a there
0: series I don't know I don't have a TV I've anymore. never heard okay, but they would a lot of it was in the valley. Okay. <laughs> so they would do
1: porn shoots is what you're saying.
0: Basically, so we would take like these three different areas of homes and like make them look like their dream makeover homes. But a lot of it was bullshit. It was all for it looked good on TV. Of course. Kind of like you see a hot chick at a club, but then you get her in bed and you wake up the next day, and you're like, what the fuck? You I know? wouldn't know about that, but okay. <laughs> like like yes. that kind of vibe. Like it was just a, like it was bullshit. And after my dad died, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I actually started waiting tables full time. Yeah. And that ultimately led me to shit one on one stuff because people just all walks of life were coming into the Spanish kitchen, telling me about their lives and at this, So you're
1: you're wait- so you're waiting there. Get, you, slow down, foreplay. So, so you're at the you're at the Spanish kitchen. Yes. Um waiting tables. And your ego's a little bit like, Okay, I'm soaking up, I'm gonna do this, no more dried condoms. I'm okay. I'm still a little caught on the no dried condom dry. thing.
0: I mean it was with like a
1: spatula with like a fucking ice scraper. From it was Green like Bay? One of
0: those things that you do with like drywall shit. <laughs> I literally, I literally quit that day. I was like, well, I,
1: obviously, it I wasn't can clean born.
0: toilets, but like that and the Windex just did it for me.
1: Interesting. So, so <laughs> you're waiting, and people are coming in, and they confide in you things because you're working there as a server.
0: Well, people naturally are always like, "Are you an actress?" and yes i'm gorgeous and talented <laughs> but i'm not an actress <laughs> and no so i mean i just started talking to people and i just got a lot of regulars i just started coming in and people just naturally started opening up to me and i have a very warped sense of humor about mm-hmm. life and also have no problem talking about my shit and um
1: look at you busy with all your you know love days no one ever cares about me until i'm actually doing something well most people when they're on a thing They turn off notifications
0: I just got a new phone This thing won't like turn off I was so annoyed I was taking a nap today And this thing was blowing up Do you want uh, to help me with this?
1: You really don't know how to turn off notifications on of your phone?
0: No it won't work I usually do know yeah, how We just can just do this later I, we well, I, think, a problem. I think I
1: have to do this because I turn
0: on airplane mode and it still dings well, I mean, My well, name's Natalia and I, miss and I suck at technology Thank you
1: what if you just do this? Oh yeah. really? Yeah that's what I have to do oh,
0: Let's try that out Never that would be fine before. I thought you'd turn on the volume, and I would usually do the airplane mode. But you weren't lying
1: I, when you say you don't have a TV. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I threw away my TV. Like probably at this point, I think I was thirty-one or thirty-two. I'm thirty-nine now. Because when I was writing my book, I was writing my book for a year. And I air was really quotes for
1: people TV. who at home. Yes. Air okay. quotes if you can't see. Uh, so so from from waiting, you, you quit production, and to get into the shit one hundred and one, how did that? first how that that first moment start for you like when it was the moment you're like this is what i want to do i want to write this i want to report this i want to help people
0: well it's a on. process i mean it was years so what happened was for years people kept coming to the spanish kitchen and being like
1: the- very great restaurant by the way
0: tequila is amazing
1: yeah good food too
0: oh, yeah it's yeah. pretty fancy it was kind of like the cheers of la for a while
1: yeah i remember that yeah
0: lots of regulars drunk as hell going in and out yeah. a lot of good it's still there though right no it closed a long time ago. wait
1: where was it located it was on, right
0: by off of la sierra uh, between like melrose and yeah. santa monica right by the belmont
1: that was i remember i remember going on a on a first date there it was one of those things like where can i take this girl and, by the way and people who listen to this know never go anywhere on a first date that involves food
0: why I think Ugh, yes never why
1: we'll have a different we'll get, I'll tell you why because as a guy number one first of all if you're a guy and you're going on a first date right y- unless you're a Rockefeller um, you're not going to be made of cash and even if you are made of cash here's a person you don't know at all usually right if you met from an app or whatever else you don't know them you haven't interacted with them and your first date you're going to quarantine yourself for two hours and two hundred dollars for someone that you might hate, ugh! I used to do it all the time. Like I would find the nicest place, like Yamashiro up on Franklin, <laughs> which is not great sushi, it, but, but it's, it's like a
0: cool spot. Once upon perfect, a time. like
1: L.A. date spot because has a view, and you eat your sushi rolls, and then you go out. And you look at the view. Look at the view; it's pretty. And they turn around, like oh, and then you kiss them without consent. That was <laughs> that was the early two thousands, kids. Anyway, um. Or the magic castle. Ugh.
0: So, what do you do now for first dates?
1: I don't go on first dates. Are you kidding me?
0: So, then how the hell do you meet chicks?
1: Don't meet chicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, Buddhist. I literally just got back in the dating game, like we'll get into. But yes, like we'll this, get into that. this motherfucker showed up on shrooms. First date. <laughs> and he thought I was going to go somewhere. I literally left after my first drink. I like, went to the bathroom. And just well, he left. shut
1: up. He goes, I'm on a uh, well, was no, dinner was like,
0: date? Yeah, first of all, he was 30 minutes late. Yes. Mm hmm but then I met some cool chicks at the bar from Israel and then the bartender was cool. So we we're talking, I'm like, whatever. And at this point I knew this guy was like toast, but he showed up. And then right away I was like, motherfucker, of course, doesn't look anything like his photos or anything. is this like- from
1: a dating app?
0: Yeah. I mean, cause I'm in the process of writing. I my-
1: love that. I love you yeah like everyone has to kind of apologize that they're on a dating app it's hilarious
0: why me and dating apps this is the thing any guy i've ever dated in my real life like i've met in real life but i'm writing my second book and it's strictly on relationships i haven't been on a dating app in four years so i have to keep myself current but i'm also open to the possibility because i do know people who've actually met people
1: yes let me let me just stop you right there you're (laughs) you're kind of doing the thing where people like i'm an uber driver just so i have stories as a stand-up comic you could be, No, though. you're an Uber driver because you, you need work, you need money. Don't be ashamed of it. You're going on the dating apps because you want to meet a guy.
0: Uh, Not no. just because you want to write a book. I do want to meet a guy, but my, real, my expectations aren't that I'm going to actually meet a guy on this. I'm open to it, but I know myself not gonna happen
1: okay I'd love to hear I love hearing like but here's the reality
0: I mean look the half the stories I went on three dates I already deleted all that shit I can't deal with it but you're you off the apps already I can't deal with it I have no patience but you can't make the shit up that go like this guy fucking showed up on shrooms okay like, well, okay been, like, okay like, okay, okay, he was okay
1: listen I don't know get somewhere I don't want to get too I don't want to I don't know you <laughs> f- f- physically we're friends all this stuff but like I hope you don't tell stories the way you have sex because I'm telling you my clothes were off we're having like give me some foreplay let's back, let's back up so Scott you met him on are you on Raya because you're fancy
0: uh, I'm on their waiting list <laughs> I was because I'm open I need but again
1: first of all I look I'm, I think I tried to get on Raya like six years ago and I got waitlisted and it's I was like it's been
0: around for that long
1: yeah uh-huh. m- maybe like five years ago yeah, it must, it must have been at least, like, four. But anyway, I, and I got waitlisted. And I was like, fuck And I never, like, tried again. But um, anyway, so... And if people people don't know... So Raya, I think, only exists in L.A.? Or is it New York, L.A.? I
0: don't know. Maybe It's it's, it's, like, it's, it's a bougier it's, it's version where of it's, all the other ones.
1: If you're on Raya, you probably have been on a private jet at some point. Yes. You probably said the phrase PJ to mean private jet. You probably know Wait, Dan... Wait, is that
0: a thing? People say PG for private jet?
1: PJ-a. PJ-a. PJ, yeah. You probably know... Dan you probably follow Dan Blitzerian on Instagram is that Ugh. the guy that has what was that Ugh, he's that du- I mean like fit he, he, tr- he, he does like oh was a Navy SEAL he tried to be Navy SEAL but he's like a fit good looking guy he travels everywhere with like 10 Instagram oh, models at every time he, Yeah, and I think I wrote one time maybe I was in Haterade mode but I think one time Like him with all these like ten models biking and on yachts. I was like, I'd rather chop off my head with a butter knife. (laughs) And then all these fans or whatever, like you're just jealous. I'm like, really? You want to hang with ten women nonstop talking about like you don't pay enough attention to me, Dan? Can you get? Can you give me money for my new? Makeup company That's
0: called lost souls Feeding each other's egos <sighs>
1: Yes of course um, And maybe I'm jealous Like eh, we're all petting pigs Like those pigs bu- Look I, Those pigs fucking bite Don't pretend like it's all fun and games I know what happens <laughs> With the fucking pigs It's cool
0: if this. you're in your 20s But at some point That's gotta get old And it's nothing more pathetic Than seeing an older man Or woman Still doing the same shit That you should have been doing In your 20s Yeah
1: and even then Like 27 It's like relax Okay So uh, Back to this The, the first say You're on I'm, I'm gonna go with Bumble You're on the Bumble's
0: I was on, Tinder. on I, Tinder. I got on Bumble for two days, and then again, I'm like done. I lasted for a week and a half. I can't deal with it.
1: Let me just say something about Bumble. Every time I'm on Bumble, I get kicked off. Why? Because oh,
0: that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I swear to God. Because I have a first of all, I have a big problem in general. With just entitled, coastal white women. I think they're the bane of... The, I think it's why Trump is going white to get reelected. White people suck. We just put white that out there. White people suck, but white women particularly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh,
0: I can probably agree with that, though. But
1: I'll tell you what, because there's a certain amount of entitled, Like, white men, yeah, okay, other than the, the Illuminati Kennedys and Rockefellers and all those people that are running the world or whatever, the global market... Most white men are kind of clueless, like, with their dicks in their hands. Like, hey, you want some dick? <laughs> but um, white women are so... Enti- like, if you go to an Uber driver and you go, hey... Do you drive Uber? No. Oh. But I actually thought about it recently um, because I was like, I need some extra money. And everyone's like, why would you do that? Your pride? I'm like, I have pride? Anyway, um, so... <laughs> you see my you, toes, if, if ladies and go, gentlemen? Oh, my God. My toes are the worst. <laughs> bad. Don't out my Please
0: toes. Please go get so, a pedicure.
1: <laughs> my dad told me to get a pedicure recently. Seriously.
0: Maybe you'll get a date.
1: Ah, Whatever let me tell you just let's side stuff i don't have a problem getting a date that's not the pro- that's not the issue <laughs> believe me that's not the problem <laughs> i can't walk down the street without tripping over a labia but uh <laughs> it's not that it's just like uh, oh and your brother did what anyway whatever so um well, what happened virginia
0: where northern virginia where
1: <laughs> that's as far as i go with my detail i went to
0: school in north carolina no virginia alexandria okay cool yeah i played soccer traveled around a lot
1: where do you go to high school where do you go to college
0: uncw
1: uncw north carolina tommy Lincoln. kale went to unc i think chapel hill i don't know how many unc's there are
0: there's like a thousand of them
1: if you talk to an uber driver and you say bro because that's how you have to talk to whoever you say who complains who's the most difficult white people? bitches 100 percent of uber drivers will say white women
0: yeah i agree
1: uh so that being said Let's rewind to the dating apps. Bumble. I get kicked off of Bumble because <laughs> usually in the past seven years, the only reason I got on Bumble, because like I said, I don't want to go on dates anymore, is because I want to promote shows or promote
0: oh, got podcasts. Oh, so they caught on to all of And stuff. they
1: go, Hey, what's up? And I go, Hey, what are you doing? I'm doing a show tonight. I'm doing a show this weekend. You want to come?" And I, I get for that exchange they flagged I'll get, you I'll get flagged oh for inviting people to a show but
0: yet if you showed your penis you wouldn't get flagged
1: hey you want some you want some <laughs> dick fine you want some comedy how dare you as a matter of fact I was on I was on, I, I just re- got on Bumble and I got flagged in, right away I got flagged That's and so it was like funny. hey guys it's cool to be nice make sure you're nice agree to be nice you have to click a button like agree to be nice
0: Wait, you had a click and a button?
1: Yeah, so I, I got on my Bumble and it said... It had like a big... Like a warning thing. Like, hey, make sure you're nice. You're going to agree. You have to what click... What are
0: we, in elementary school? Exactly. It's like, camp, <laughs> click.
1: Do you agree that it's cool to be nice to people? And I click. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I would never say anything mean. That's so funny. On a, I think maybe it was something like... Maybe they said something and I said...
0: It sounds like I'm sucking on something. Also, yours. sometimes
1: people will... Women will... Because, you know, if you don't know what Bumble is, because let's say you're a developed person (laughs) with, like, you know, a good life and wasn't fucked up as a child, uh, the women have to make the quote unquote first move on Bumble. And women aren't designed or geared or socially inoculated (laughs) to making the, the first move. So they say, dumb shit and a lot of times women say like are you a funny guy or are you just a douchebag and i'm like do they
0: really ask oh. you
1: that? i'm like i just and i just go unmatch right let's go unmatch and i get and if you unmatch too many women then they'll flag you for that really so it's a really weird thing where like it's you have to be very energy. delicate and and, you, and it doesn't happen on tinder because most women on tinder i think are paid prostitutes anyway so, you then, met this guy on so Tinder. So, he
0: thought I was a paid
1: prostitute. <laughs> so you met People this-
0: thought I was a paid prostitute, actually, when I was writing my book. Because I wrote my books in all a bunch of high-end hotels. And I like to get dressed up nicely and wear yeah. heels. And I'm very talkative. And yeah. I didn't realize I was naive. No, I'm not. <laughs> but that's where all those women hang out. And people thought oh, I was a fucking prostitute. Yeah.
1: Here's a life hack, people. If you want a prostitute, go to a hotel bar a high-end hotel bar. A high-end hotel bar. I mean,
0: bar. you can go to a regular hotel bar, probably You probably, probably go to a Red Roof Inn somewhere. Your in, chances are a lot higher of scoring and making better money at a high-end hotel. How
1: about this? How about let's let's posit this. If you go to a really high-end bar in a, a high-end hotel bar in a big city, 80% of the women will be prostitutes <laughs> at that bar.
0: And 1% by will themselves. be writing her book. And 1% will be
1: <laughs> I've always told these people go to Vegas. If you're in Vegas, at, a, at any club, bar, whatever it is. I mean, maybe a club is different, but at a bar in Vegas or a casino in Vegas, and an attractive woman looks at you and smiles. She
0: wants your prostitute. penis in your wallet. <laughs> she is a prostitute.
1: That chick likes me because she's a prostitute. No, bruh. I just got game, bruh. <laughs> no, she's a prostitute. You see where we are?
0: Why don't men do that, though? What, I mean, I think here's the solution to our Uber problem. Uh-huh. If there was more men giving out dick for money these cranky women whether they're they're married or not will at least get boned in a way that they needed to get released and not all this trickle down yeah why don't you
1: no pun intended with the trickle down why do you think that male prostitution isn't the same as female prostitution ego ego of what of who men I'd be a male prostitute why aren't you I thought about it. <laughs> no, but if my, if, you know, but if it was like that easy a thing to do, I don't know. I guess there's like gigolos and shit like that. Okay, so you're on Tinder and you're swipe. How selective are you with your swipes? Are you like mm, bio pictures, religious beliefs? Oh, it smokes a little. No, or how, like are you like it
0: smokes a little? Yes. <laughs> so
1: uh, how how picky are you like? Because men are like yes 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 yes, swipes swipes swipe, swipes. Swipe, swipe, swipe.
0: I mean. I'm 39 years old, so I definitely have a little bit different quote unquote criteria, even though I'm not necessarily expecting anything. I'm like, again, if I'm going to waste my time, I might as well. So for me, yeah, like, they need to look somewhat. Like they got their shit together But this is a problem With social media And all this stuff uh, These motherfuckers don't And women too I swear You need videos So I feel like You can read energy A lot better This guy Owned his own company supposed, He had all this yoga shit All this stuff And looked well dressed He came He was like The disheveled Devil version of himself <laughs> When he showed up Like
1: So he looked He looked at Like what are the pictures That he that, He was well dressed Can we show the pictures And we just no, describe I them I the
0: fucking app I don't have okay. that shit I told So
1: he was well dressed He was half suit.
0: British He was half Jamaican and well-dressed took a bunch of po- pictures from all around the world so a half person
1: was he uh, african-american yeah. was he okay
0: haven't uh, done that one yet and i kind of secretly want to check it okay. off because
1: when you said a half hour late i was going to make a joke about the fact that oh, yeah. is he black and no this we motherfucker
0: are. was at a barbecue
1: Every stereotype <laughs> is being beat He was at a barbecue. Yeah. He was half drunk and he showed up high. Yeah, and I okay. was
0: busy as fuck that day too. I almost canceled. I even call, like I hit him up like around noon, being like, "There's a good chance I'm not gonna be able to make it."
1: Okay, so he showed up. Are you sure he showed up on the shrooms or high?
0: No, he did because he told me. Because I'm like, I already had a drink at the bar talking to these chicks because I like to. And talk what
1: to bar? People. Where? What bar were you? At? We
0: went to is it isabel isabel whatever the hell you call it. And you, the-
1: you showed up by yourself. Yeah, I showed so up. So you didn't have like a female friend? no
0: oh, I could- go out all the time and travel by myself. You're like,
1: Whatever, it. I'm Hungarian. I'll kill people. So, exactly that too. <laughs> so you show up. Uh, how long ago was your breakup?
0: Uh, May. What's August? So like what, five okay, months. Okay, that's that's a, that's a that's
1: a fair length of time to kind of go. All right, yeah. I'm back in the scene. So you're excited to meet this guy, right? Not
0: excited at all. No. Just. No, I don't get excited because, again, I've,
1: I'm... I mean, he, he did have... He was...
0: I'm an old bird. I know this shit, you, you know? it's so funny?
1: When people say they're 39 and they're old, that's only... I mean, maybe I'm, it's no, everywhere here's in the, thing. the world, but in LA, it's crazy. I'm
0: fucking... I love myself, but I'm old in the sense that I have life experience. I'm yeah. not... Some stupid chick It's funny Because all these 20 year olds I was just talking About this in my pockets I've been getting Hit on a lot By young guys uh-huh. And I'm embracing it Because if I don't I'm going to kick myself When I'm in the grave <laughs> But it's funny Because these guys Because they're so young They don't think I haven't seen The game before You know oh, it's Give me very, some examples
1: Like What What are they What are they Spitting at you
0: I don't know. No honestly I will say this The guys that I've Actually like I've definitely Made out with them Because I'm like I need to do this From my own experience <laughs> A lot of them Are actually honestly It's refreshing Because they're so green they have like this innocence in their eyes, and I'm like, no idea. But no, but some of the, but the ones that I, I mean, I don't say, y- I don't Mrs. say Robinson. yes to the like uh-huh. stupid shit, you know, like the game stuff. I'm like, give,
1: give me some examples of that.
0: I like, God, I don't even know. I give me a minute to think about it because like, the guys I said yes to were actually very genuine, and that's yeah. why I'm like, okay, cool.
1: I think that I will say this. Show me your penis. <laughs> I, I will say this about quote unquote game or my game or whatever the fuck it is i think i definitely have an anti anti game now my game is no game which actually translates to no game which is actually (laughs) good for me but um i think that uh my game in my 20s was sort of like this this effervescence and just like boundless energy of like i'm 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 a goofy fun gigolo guy right and it was kind of Nothing was that serious. I was very light. my energy was very light, which read gay for a lot of people to be honest. Um, and then at some point it, it it translated into a curmudgeon, and there's something about a curmudgeon that is very bizarre because now when when women hit on me, and there's a whole other culture of women hitting on men once they've hit forty, I there's think a whole we're daddy horny culture as
0: fuck women get hornier as they get older.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about young. When I was 35, there are women who... How old are would- you now? <laughs> There's a big... That was God telling me, don't tell people your age. Uh, I'm in my early early 40s. Okay.
0: Early
1: to mid-40s. You're so L.A. I'm so L.A. <laughs> I like to, like to keep keep it, keep it. Okay. So, um, but when I was 35, and uh, there were women in their early 20s who would never hit on me. Those same women, they you know I mean now. Which is bizarre to me because there's a whole daddy culture that I've just been exposed to, where women want a daddy thing. Which I don't know if it used to be just sugar daddy, but it's also just like they want a daddy, they want a, a, an older man with maybe a dad bod, who who will contr- maybe give them a little bit of money and also maybe grab them by the neck and be, be a good girl. I have no <laughs> idea what it is. I'm not I'm not in it. I don't know it. I've heard about it, but I'm I'm like adjacent to it because people have told me about it, and young girls will like, hey. Like I'll literally get people on a day. I'm like, "Hey, I'm coming over," and I'm like, "No, you're not," because I'm not giving you any money, and my apartment's 150 square feet. What are you thinking? Anyway, um, so
0: it's very cute and very well done for a guy. I told you that earlier. <laughs> for anyone that's listening, it's very well done. Okay,
1: okay. okay. So uh, undisclosed location. Anyway, <laughs> so you uh, you met this guy on Tinder, British, UK, Jamaican. Was he British?
0: Half British, half Jamaican, yeah.
1: When you heard him talk, do you have a Jamaican or British accent?
0: It was more British.
1: Oh, really? So he had like a straight up British accent. Okay. So that was authentic. He wasn't lying about the fact that he wasn't like a Jamaican guy wanting a green card.
0: No, but when you show up 30 minutes late and you have a breath and you're on shrooms, you're done.
1: So so you ended the date that quick?
0: Well, I was like, okay. He wanted to have dinner and I just was like, right away, I was like, should I just leave? Because I do leave. The post that you saw, I literally left this other date in the middle of it. I just got up and left.
1: This is the, this is the, this is a different. This date. is the last of the three dates. Yes. So this the Jamaican's the first date. Yeah. Okay, we want to go through all three of these. So
0: dates. he, so I'm like, hey, the the table wasn't ready. I'm like, all right, let's grab a drink. And that's when he was like, I don't know if I'm going to drink. I'm on shrooms.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'm drink. I'm on shrooms. Which you gotta and he appreciate the honest
0: shrooms.
1: Well, maybe he was microdosing the shrooms. Was no. he like shrooms, like, hey, man, why mean, is my he, arm moving? Shrooms?
0: He claimed he was microdosing, but he was definitely uh, very much affected by it. Like, you're talking <laughs> to somebody that's okay with all this stuff. Yes. But not on a first date, dude. On a first
1: date, yes. That's third date material. So you don't sit down for dinner? Fuck no. So you're at the bar. Yes. He goes, I don't know if I drink a bunch of shrooms. And then, so at that point, you're like, well, what's the point of us having, being together here?
0: But I had to sit for a little bit to hear a little bit of the bullshit.
1: So what was the bullshit?
0: That he reads energy.
1: Oh, and what was your energy?
0: He was trying to, like, tell me all about. It. I'm like, motherfucker, if you can read my energy, you can tell I want to get the fuck out of here.
1: What did but he, he was- say?
0: I mean, I like, I literally come off because it was such bullshit, and I was just like, I don't want to waste my energy and time. <laughs> a lot of it, too, then was asking me about my emotional availability from my last relationship, but it I mean, just was all... Question. It was... What's up? Solid question. It is, but he wasn't in a place A to hear it. He didn't deserve to hear it, and he also, like... it. just, like... I don't know. It was...
1: So he knew about your last relationship. Or your well, breakup? I
0: told him about it. Okay. Because I mean, clearly he, the questions he was asking, he definitely wants to be in a relationship, which is a sad thing to me. And that's where this breaks my heart because this guy clearly wants to be in a relationship, but the way he's going about it is not.
1: Now let me ask you this. Do you think he wants to be in a relationship yes. or do you think that's the game he plays?
0: No, because I, I can, I,
1: you read energy yes. too.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So he showed up and he said, I can read energy and blah, blah, blah. And then when did you pull the plug on this thing? Was there a moment where you're like, I'm done?
0: I just couldn't do it. It was so much bullshit. Because apparently, like, he does, like, travel accommodations for lo- for celebrities. So, he's full... Oh, not to mention, he was on his phone every other second. Uh-huh. And, I mean, like, I run my own business. Like, I get it. But you, yeah, well, as ours, gotta, get that, You yeah. gotta, you know... On
1: a first date.
0: But, uh, look, I've been on a first date where you'd be respectable. But, like, yeah. he was in his phone world which I get if your business is going down the ship but like cancel the fucking date yeah but I mean there's just some lots of factors and I just literally was just like you
1: gotta respect the fact that he can be on shrooms and be on his phone and that's like a lot of multitasking
0: i can multitask way better <laughs> than that dude like i'm sorry. so what was it's the moment where dude. you were
1: like i'm out of here
0: i just i mean i think i was like 10 minutes into it and i just my energy was getting depleted like you know how your battery all of a sudden goes from like 50 percent to 1 i got i got there and i'm like no Look, thank you it'd okay. been a crazy week it was did a he, saturday did night he
1: protest was he like no
0: mm. i told him i'm like i'm done i'm gone
1: and and I, I
0: went to the bathroom, went to the other side of the bar, sh- said goodbye to my girls. I'm sure he watched me. And I left, blocked him on social media and blocked his number. I was like, I, I like, cause the thing is, is this, I'm too nice sometimes. And I just was like, you'll
1: give I him a second me. chance. Otherwise,
0: not even give him a second chance, but he didn't deserve my energy of an excuse. Yes. He knew exactly why I left. And yeah.
1: okay, fair enough. So this is date number one. You go back, you dust yourself off, <laughs> <laughs> you get back on Tinder. This is for day two.
0: Because yeah, all these matches happened around the same time. Okay.
1: So now, now date two, who's bachelor number two? What's his story?
0: He's a business owner as well.
1: So apparently, somebody's a gold digger. No, no, no. I like
0: businessmen. Businessmen okay. can appreciate yes. my energy. So and my he's wearing energy. he's wearing a suit. No, 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 no. He's he was from Peru actually, and he owns his own clothing company. So okay. he used to wear. He was in like the oil business back in Peru, and like always had a dress like that. He lives here now, and like just kind of like
1: we can't say the clothing line, can we? No, because maybe they can sponsor our podcast. I'm kidding. No anyway. not after this. So <laughs> like okay. So what? Where was this? This is another dinner date or drinks.
0: No, we had a dinner date. We went out actually three times. And then on the fourth date is when I left him. And the-
1: okay, so the first date. Let's let's go to the. Let's start with the good news. The first date was where?
0: Uh, we went to a place called Rosaline, right off of Melrose In like Los La Angeles. It's a Peruvian restaurant.
1: Peruvian restaurant. We ended
0: up at another place, but they didn't have Valley parking, and like we couldn't find. parking So
1: you go there, someone. you see him. You're like, he looks good in person. He matches his profile. I
0: mean, yeah. He, I mean, that's- close enough. Yeah.
1: Okay and and obviously was it went better than the first date cause yeah, you, the
0: motherfucker wasn't on he shows. got a call
1: back, <laughs> so after the first date, how did it end? did it end with like a walk home, a kiss good night, a hug, or what? Well,
0: he drove me home and gave me a kiss. definitely wanted more than that, but I
1: yeah, but was a kiss good?
0: yeah very passionate latino lovers are very good lovers oh, i mean i've been with a mexican a argentinian and now a peruvian <laughs> they all are fucking on point
1: you are such a racist I'm anyway, kidding yes so I am. <laughs> you uh okay so you good so then you leave feeling good and you're like date number two Do you, now you wait for him to call you for date number two or was date number two already set up after the at the end of the first day
0: i mean we definitely left it like hey we'll see each other again
1: okay so then how long did before the second date about a week he called you how many days later, two days, three days?
0: I don't know. We texted a couple days, but couple I mean, days. I went okay. out of town. I mean, we were in contact. Okay, so he's
1: cool. He's chilling. He owns a clothing company. He gets it. Second date's where?
0: Downtown this time because he lives downtown. Downtown.
1: So. Downtown is where the hip people live who aren't that rich. So, <laughs> you go... You go da- Downtown is great, by the way. Downtown L.A., a lot of people... Yeah, we have fun. ...don't know about it. I mean, if you go down there, don't count your GPS, you'll be lost. You'll be like, what the fuck? Everything is one way straight, and you want to kill everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then, it's also, after 8 p.m., it's fucking I Am Legend.
0: <laughs> it totally is. It's Fear of the
1: Walking Dead after 8 p.m., so be careful.
0: It so is.
1: So, um, <clears throat> where's the date, for the second date? Day two.
0: We went to eat at this place called Zinc. I keep it's playing. in the arts district. It was cool. It's not what my first choice, but he wanted to go, and I don't want to be that bitchy girl. I'm like I don't either. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you go to you go to zinc It's cool. And
0: then we went and had some drinks because I love to play games. And we went to this like brewery that had like Scrabble. No, like um Pac Man and the oh, skis ball games. or whatever those things. Yeah, are. Like, ball, All yeah. that stuff.
1: Like Dave and Buster's type of thing. Yeah. Yes. That's great. That sounds like it's like the karate kid date. Perfect fucking date. <laughs> You're getting the tickets, you buy a little doll at the end, you get the claw, you get a little stuffed animal. Um, so that's going good?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Day number two, kiss again at the end. He hug. Went, he hug. didn't go in for the kiss. He didn't he was, go for the kiss. He
0: was tired and drunk.
1: He was tired and drunk. But
0: then he texted me, why don't you stay the night? Because I'm tired and I'm not going to stay the night.
1: Okay. And so, okay, fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's a wash. Maybe a day step back from the first date. So third date where everything goes tits up in a ditch. Yeah. So what happened?
0: We went to Santa Barbara.
1: Whoa! Now Santa Barbara, for people who don't know, is about an hour and a half from L.A. So that's a substantial-ish road trip yeah. for the date.
0: And it was fun. At and first. he picked
1: you up in his
0: car. Do we want to know what kind of car? Yeah, it's just an Audi.
1: Just an Audi, fancy German engineering. You know? Okay, yeah. fine. He picked you up his Audi. I mean, look, his
0: PJ is that what you call it? Here, he here, here's something PJ. that
1: people they can pretend it doesn't exist. And there's car racism for sure. Um,
0: My Mexican drove a beat up car And I love the fuck out of him.
1: I'm not talking about you <laughs> Or me We're evolved
0: But I do love a nice car I'm not going to lie But I also Yeah not there, gonna- there
1: will be women Who will be like What do you drive And that will Dictate whether or not They will go on a date with you 100% I'm so glad of a 2012 Prius Anyway um, So You go to Santa Barbara Beautiful yeah. Santa Barbara's gorgeous Like a beach day Type of thing
0: I mean, that was... We... I mean, we, did, we drank. I, he didn't want to drink. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm on vacation. I want to have a cocktail. But I didn't realize I was creating a monster by doing that.
1: Hold on. You were creating your own monster? Him. Oh, you got... He got drunk. Like, Bad. At your, are you on the beach? Are you like literally well, No, because
0: I mean, they're state streets. So we were just yeah, walking yeah. up kind of like I'm... The little
1: paintings and the arts, arts stuff I'm everywhere all about like
0: nibbling here and there and having a drink and wandering and doing things and going shopping and going to the beach and riding mm-hmm. bikes and like all that stuff. Yeah. But he, once apparently he starts, he doesn't stop.
1: Oh, so he might actually be a f- an actual alcoholic. Yeah. He okay. doesn't
0: think he is, but I'm pretty sure he is. Well, that's
1: usually the definition of alcoholic because someone who's like like, I, I'm not going to drink, but I'll have one and then cut to them waking yeah. up in the zoo. Fucking, I mean, because the
0: first two times that we went out to dinner, he didn't really want to drink. He was always saying, cause he's like, he plays really competitive soccer, which I respect, but he had a drink and that was it. But, and it was interesting. So he was always making comments about quote unquote my drinking, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a drink or two almost every night, but how does that how is that negative when you literally almost had 25 drinks in one yeah. evening? I always
1: like, have a problem. I, I don't like it when people judge whatever your drinks or pills. If it doesn't affect you, who cares if I take Ambient, bitch? You know what I'm saying? Who
0: cares if I do cocaine and Ambien yeah, and Xanax? Who cares and if, I fuck, if, if I I'm need to wake a up with Adderall
1: <laughs> and then every day of my life if it doesn't affect you? Yeah. Anyway, I'm kidding. So, um, so, what did he do? How bad did it get? It got bad. Go on. So
0: Okay, so during the day, it was cool. I mean, obviously, he said a couple of things that were a little eh, and it was red flags. I'm like, okay, we're here. Well,
1: like, what? You got to tell me what these things are They um, someone He would talks some
0: shit about... My, like, my mom and my sister are both alcoholics, and they have oh, okay. addiction issues. They're recover- That's in right. recovery. My He knew that from a previous conversation, and it was just very insensitive, and I addressed it. He apologized. I'm like, very cool. Because um, also, too, I mean, like, English is a second language. He's very Latino, and they're very... A lot of Latinos can be very... Harsh, and but not in a way that they necessarily intended. Like their culture is very different. So like I yeah. purposely was like, you know, once he apologized and got it, I was cool with it. But then like he wanted to keep drinking, and like I literally like my intention was to have like a couple drinks. Now there.
1: did you have a? no let's, let's stop for a second. So you're Santa Barbara, which is it's far around one away. o'clock in
0: the afternoon. Well, by the time I get so there.
1: if you're if you're drinking, do you have a plan to stay there for the night? Yeah, we had a hotel room. Okay, so you were going to consummate the relationship at Fuck yeah,
0: point. I was horny as shit and ready you, to rock. You
1: were, you were going to fuck in a in a Santa Barbara hotel. Yes. Great place for a first fuck. Yeah. Now, the drinking's getting bad. At what point are you like, um, this is not happening?
0: Well, I think like, so like we started drinking around one, had two drinks at a restaurant, then we walked down to the pier, and then I wanted to go to the museum. He wanted to have another drink. I'm like, all right. And we went to this restaurant And literally had like Three or four more drinks I think I had like One or what is two he, what,
1: is he, what type of drinks Are you drinking like, I
0: mean he had wine at first And he switched over To like IPAs
1: IPAs Okay and Which is like The Usually the middle aged White man of, of Pumpkin spice latte <laughs>
0: uh,
1: So he's drinking the IPAs Which okay a couple. Of, uh,
0: but he probably had About six or seven IPAs Then I got hungry Because I got hungry I now, Is there a
1: point Where is that the fifth one Because that That to me is a lot yeah. At one point we are like Hey Juan, maybe
0: Juan. what was his name? We don't need to say that. Okay,
1: uh, but close.
0: It rhymes with that. Put it okay. that way. <laughs> um,
1: can we not? Maybe hey, let's take it down a notch on the on the IPAs. You well, know, I mean, you feel like that's I'm not a,
0: I'm not a mother or whatever. I mean, like yeah. I was like, all right, let's go do something else. And so then I was hungry. We went to another restaurant. And, like he doesn't remember this, but literally the bartender wouldn't serve him because that's how fucked up he already was. Oh, so I had a I had one more drink because he was like, oh, we're a drink, I want drink. I'm like, all right, whatever. We had dinner. And then at this point, I'm like, all right, we need to go back to the hotel. Like, you're fucked up. so what time is it at this point? Early? Maybe like... I thought it was 7.38. He claims it was around 9 o'clock. So you go back to the hotel? Yeah, get in the shower. Get naked.
1: You get in the shower? Having sex. Oh, so you do have sex with this guy?
0: Yeah, I was fucking horny.
1: Okay. You don't have to justify why a human being would have sex. I get it. So, but I thought that it did. So you have sex, and it was okay. It was good. I mean... Did Did the trick...
0: I mean, it was, it could have been, I mean, he was so drunk, he couldn't finish. And so it became a chore at some point. Yes. So it was good at first and then it was just annoying. Okay. And then, which and, is, pres- and it finally happened. And then I was ready to like, relax. This motherfucker went to and went and bought two, six packs of IPAs
1: he went to the store? Yes. He left the hotel.
0: And got went and got Get, more two alcohol. Two six-packs
1: and came back.
0: For himself.
1: For himself.
0: He bought me wine. I didn't want it. I didn't drink it. But he literally finished off those two other ones and kept drinking until 3.30 in the morning by himself.
1: By himself. But you're in the hotel room.
0: Well, I was trying to sleep.
1: So you're kind of in the bed. TV's on. He's drinking by he's himself. He's fucking
0: just playing his music, dancing all naked. But the more he drank, the more angry he got and the more volatile he what got. What was
1: he angry about? my mother not loved me. Like what was No, going it was just, on? I
0: mean, like, he just started talking <coughs> shit. He started talking shit to you. Yeah.
1: What was he say? What was he mad at you about?
0: I mean, here's the thing: anybody who's been ever been in an abusive relationship yes. will know. Like, Doesn't none of it made sense. sense. Like, he started talking shit about my ex. Then he started talking shit because I didn't want to cuddle with him, even though it was like 3:30 in the morning and I was exhausted and my neck was hurt. Like, none of it made sense. Like, literally, it didn't, yeah. none of it made sense. There was nothing you could do that was right. And literally, at 3:30 in the morning. I just had enough. I packed my shit and got the fuck out of there.
1: Oh, wow. Really? And then he
0: chased me out down the hallway butt naked.
1: But naked with a towel? With, or with, or just
0: no, he was fucking naked. shlong everywhere. His beer in the hair at one hand. His other hand was trying to hang on to me. Like Wow.
1: I mean, that's a dramatic scene. Are yeah. other people witnessing this?
0: No, but I know people heard it, though. I mean, I felt yeah. bad for the neighbors the next morning, and then... I was in the hotel lobby trying to figure out my next step and
1: and he drove so how'd you get home?
0: I eventually had to rent a car the next day because the train was all booked coming back he actually left in the middle of the night
1: so he left in the middle of the night so okay <laughs> I don't know why you're glossing over the best this is this is an awful story and you're not you're not really making me uh, excited about how terrible it is so <laughs> He's chasing you down the hallway, but gra- he,
0: he was getting physical with me. That's when I got, when the, the more They're he trained your arm, he was getting physical and I've been in an abusive relationship and I'm okay. like before once upon a time, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I know yeah. the signs and everything. And that's when I got up and left. And like, he basically twisted my arm trying to keep me in the door. Ooh. Yeah. And luckily, because of me being attacked and robbed a couple of years ago, like I know some movements from doing like some like, martial arts and stuff that I was yeah. able to get out of it. Okay. And then he eventually got his clothes on and tried to get himself sober enough to make himself look good in front of the hotel concierge. He kept getting mad at me.
1: So you went to the hotel concierge and you're like, look, this well, guy's... Well, I
0: was... No, I, I just was like, when's the next train out of here? Because I knew there was going to be no car rentals open. Yeah. And because it was a holiday weekend, rates were ridiculously expensive. Of course. And, um... Then that's when he came in and was trying to, like, get me to go back in there. I'm like, fuck off. I'm not going back in there with you.
1: (laughs) And so then he went back up to the room. So after,
0: like, ten minutes of going back and forth, the poor guy at the hotel lobby didn't know what to do. He kept going back in and out, in and out. uh, Because he was young, too. And it was, like, four in the morning at this point. And um, I just kept being like, I just thought, I'm like, I'm not going with you. And then eventually... At any
1: point, are you like, I want to contact the cops? No. 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 Okay. No. So, you had to wait to go to the train station?
0: Well, he eventually came back and packed his shits and checked out and left.
1: So, you stayed at the hotel? Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> and I actually had... I mean, like... I he
1: drove like, in, in that condition?
0: Exactly. He claims Ooh. that he didn't drive all the way back. Because I did... I mean, like, I was concerned about him. I reached out to him the next day. We eventually talked, I think, like, four or five days later. And I'm like, I, like, I wasn't mad. I, I had a conversation the more out of concern. Yeah. Um, of course, in complete denial about the whole thing, he doesn't remember any of it. But he claims, of course, like he never has been physical with somebody and doesn't have a drinking problem. I'm like that's each their own. But I've seen enough experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a problem.
1: I mean, but- I mean, the, the the idea. I was talking about this with someone just today, actually, about about f- weird things like violence or pedophilia or cheating. It's always like someone gets caught. They're like. It's the first time I've Always. done it. Always, What a coincidence! The first time you got caught touching kid was the only time you ever touched yeah. a kid. Yeah. Wow, how funny is that? Yeah. The first time you cheated was the one time you were caught. Exactly. So bizarre. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So this but is. But like, as you
0: get older, you get wiser, and that's why I'm like, look, you can save it for yourself. I didn't even want I literally like just put yeah. the phone down when he was talking. I'm like, I don't need to hear this. I literally
1: What do you think it was about? Like, do you th- do you think this was a, uh, was he going through something? Was this is this, this can't be standard affair for him. Or maybe in it terms is. of what drinking In terms like of that? like how bizarre and weird he got. I mean, do you think that's just what he does when he
0: I mean, I don't know him well enough to answer that yeah, question, okay. but what I do know is that's not a first time that's not a something because the thing is, is this like getting fucked. I mean, he literally at one point, I remember he passed out with a beer in his hand and I tried to take it out so he could sleep. And then I woke him up and he kept drinking like normal people don't do that.
1: Yeah. Alcoholics do that. Yeah, for sure. So he's an alcoholic and didn't tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's date number two. Now at this point where you're like, let me get my boyfriend back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I've had moments where I'm like, "Oh, I miss him." But I mean, obviously, there's reasons why we broke of up. Of
1: course, but I, I imagine a lot of times people get out of relationships and then they have experiences like this. And they're like,
0: Well, I definitely well, miss Christian like that crazy that night that, for yeah. sure." I'm like, "Our issues were like nothing compared to that." Did you
1: contact him after that date? No,
0: Christian. Yeah, yeah, we've been in touch, but I mean, like, we're I mean, we're not getting back together. I mean, we've been in contact like for maybe a couple months. I mean, it's not necessarily probably the healthiest for either of us. Cause there's still emotions there, but like, cause he lived with me. Yeah. Sometimes his shit shows up at my house. So, I mean, there's been reasons why we've yeah, had to sure. have of contact. Course. Well, I think uh, it's
1: better to find a way to negotiate some friendship at the end of a relationship. If you can do it, if you're able to do it. Okay. But let's, let's another subject. So that's state number two uh, and you're still going back to the well.
0: Well, I mean, third time's a charm. Well, no, 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 but here's the thing you need to understand all these three guys were circulating at the same time.
1: Got it. You were in in conversation with them. Yes.
0: And so that next day, I'm like, hell no, is my weekend ending off like this? So a guy that had been wanting to take me out wanted to come. We actually were supposed to go out the next night, but he accidentally mixed it up and showed up at my door that night that I got back from Cinnabar. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm going on a date. (laughs) date.
1: Uh, I'm not showered yet, but cool. Okay. So, and this guy is, you say, black. Uh, Spanish and now I'm going to go with white. Yeah. Okay. Slightly less boring. less less pigment. So he was boring.
0: Fucking boring on my mind. He's a nice guy but boring. So you think
1: part. just is that it? white people are boring? Is that what you're telling me right now? No. I mean Okay, so where do you take you on a date? Where did a boring white guy take the you? The
0: first place that me and the approving guy could get into because of ballet. And this poor guy, because I literally had I already had a drink at the bar the first time. And so I met, made friends with the gay guy. And he's like, hey! And I'm like, shh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they got to know that you- Oh, know.
0: yeah, they know. They I mean, know. I told them already the first time that I was on a tender date.
1: So you're on, you're with this this guy. Now, does he look like his photos? Is he like- yeah good-looking guy own, not at all owns a business
0: not owns a business but not good-looking at all
1: okay but not good-looking but
0: i've been in love with plenty of guys that aren't good-looking i'm yeah. more into personalities yes and, and sense of humor stupid anyway i so. mean good-looking guys are nice but i don't know And at least in la they're all like
1: eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh.
0: yeah i mean yeah. they're fun to have sex with but after that what are you gonna do with them they're boring as fuck they have no brains
1: why would you think that good-looking people don't have brains? The
0: majority of them in L.A. don't because they can get away with it. I'm not saying all good-looking people, but the majority mm-hmm. of people in L.A. can get away with their looks to a certain extent. And a yeah. lot of them hang out with other idiots like themselves. I'm somebody that needs to be able... My pussy gets wet by intellectual conversation. I don't get wet at this point in the my game by...
1: Uh, by the way, you can find her at <laughs> <laughs> Natalia no, but I
0: literally was just talking about this on my podcast with my homegirl we were talking about like you know women get turned on for if you things.
1: if you write on your bio for your dating profile that you're a sapiosexual ugh, i'm a sapiosexual <laughs> ugh. i went to blah 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 community college shut up anyway <laughs> that's just such a i don't know but but i get that yeah of, cu- of course like you I, look i've always been poor not to brag and i have i have dated at times in my life i've dated like bizarrely bizarrely wealthy women like how
0: wealthy like
1: billion from family billionaire families okay and uh i at one point when i was dating the daughter of a of a billionaire near near you know billionaire um everyone around her was like He's, tr- he's trying to m- marry you for your money. And I, I, I just remember thinking, when I first heard that, because it got back to me from someone from Goldman Sachs who'd worked with a guy who'd married one of her sisters, it got back to me. And I was like, they all think you're... And I was like, it never occurred to me that that is something someone would do yeah. because you're stuck with the person. Like, days are long. And when you're married to someone and you're with them for 24 hours there's no amount of money that can if you're looking at someone going Ugh.
0: well that's when you have pool boys and side chicks and all that's how that stuff happens no but that's how all that stuff happens because people yeah. I mean people have different priorities in relationships I mean I actually have interviewed a lot of guys like I There's a lot of like really successful men that stay married to their wives because of the security aspect Mm -hmm. of it, but yet they don't want to fuck them. They don't really want to like do things so they have their security. Oh, you mean they're married? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I get it. (laughs) And And then,
0: then, (laughs) then, but then the wives are, I mean, I don't think they're as okay with it as they play off, but they're okay with it because then they get to reap the benefits of that. So it's like it depends on what it is. I I get the idea of of, you're
1: married, you have a family, there's security. You're like, I don't want to like, change horses midstream now wherever the expression is but the idea of entering into a marriage with someone that you don't 100% to your core adore because they have money is such a bizarre concept as a man at least like I have a friend I'm not going to name his name Jeremy Jackson who is (laughs) who you know he has like a patron like an a, a woman, it's a, a, an older a patron. woman, patron kind of. She, you know, he drives her brand new Audi or Lexus around, and he lives in this great place. And you know, I don't think that he's in love with her, but like that's just kind of like what's going on, and he's okay with it. If I was driving in that car every day, I'd want to run into a fucking fucking no. concrete barrier. You know what I mean? Just That's just who I am. I'd rather live in this fucking shack. So, oh, I, I have so much integrity. Not at all. I'm just saying <laughs> that aspect of it is bizarre it. to me. Have
0: you ever explored that, though? Do you know that you don't want that? Well, what? Like, have you tried that? Like, do you actually know that you don't want that?
1: That I don't want... M- well, I mean, because the thing
0: is, is like, like, have you ever been in a situation... Because like, usually yeah. you know what you don't want by experiencing... Look,
1: am I saying I wouldn't want a wealthy woman? No, of course I would want a a wealthy woman or a, you know, I don't, that's great. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, in the, in the factor of what keeps you with someone and in love with someone, it's like factor number nine. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, if, if a, I'll say this, if I see a woman who's 32 in LA, who is beautiful, and sexy and hot and she's driving in a Toyota Corolla from 86 that's like beaten up I'm like she's got mental problems <laughs> <laughs> I'm like if you're that hot and you're driving that car there's something wrong with you I definitely have that cross my mind got it. but same time she's 32 and she's hot and she's driving in a brand new Tesla I'm like bitch you didn't pay for that yeah so I obviously have my own issues so okay so date number three this is boring the date's boring you kind of go does he try to make a move does he think it goes well of course so he wants to stay at number two. Does he go for the kiss at the end? Of course. And you kiss him? No. You, do you do the side cheek thing? You it. Him, yeah. You give him the teepee hug where you stick your butt out. A little out bit and, of both. Oh, the side. Che- oh, and at that point, this guy, you gotta be like, look, if a if a girl gives you the teepee hug with her butt out, <laughs> and then she does the double pat, <laughs> on
0: double
1: the clavicle, is like, ugh, yeah.
0: double pat, and then she is turns the cheek, <laughs> blegh,
1: just know that she would never have sex with you.
0: Yeah, double pat
1: and then so you go home and he texts you i had a really fun time today.
0: yep exactly <laughs> <laughs> text me the next day still didn't text him back i just had a lot going on i just like i and this i've been ghosted enough in my lifetime that i'm like i owe it to this person who took out their time to be honest and like never, so what'd you
1: say you texted him
0: i sent him a voice memo i send lots of voice memos <laughs> i voice memo people voice
1: I, memos great
0: I hate like like I, I calling no, but I am not a big texter. I voice memo almost everybody, yeah, and I've been voice memoing him back and forth. Anyways, that's how I like to communicate, and so okay. I just was like, look, strip, like you're a nice guy, appreciate it, but chemistry wise,
1: chemistry no chemistry means you're not attractive enough for me.
0: No, not at all. Well, okay. I've dated pepperoni pizza faces before and had <laughs> chemistry no there's just no chemistry but it's funny because apparently my girlfriend knew him I didn't know at the time and it all made sense he had just been through a divorce and all this shit he had this weird energy about him and like, yeah. that, like he didn't tell me that and there was also so I'm like oh it makes all sense and,
1: now let me ask you a question do you feel that dating in LA is different than dating in New York or do you feel that absolutely. having relationships in, in LA is sort of uniquely hard compared to anywhere else on 100%. the planet 100% why, why so just because all the options that are out there like what, what what do you think is the reason you're and your is you have to name his name why do you think that relationship didn't ultimately work out i mean i know there's his all name's sorts
0: christian of- he's a wonderful man i love him very much so we yes. didn't work out because he well ultimately you know we all have our issues i'm somebody that works online he was working on his and then he just stopped and then his demons came back but then ultimately what killed our relationship was a lack of communication he shut down, which then ultimately shut down our sex life and of all this other stuff.
1: So, what was the thing that he was able to communicate with you about?
0: Was or wasn't? Was when not able to. Um, A lot of hurt and pain and trauma, you know? like From his past. Yeah, and I don't really... I, like, I, I love him. And I respect him. I don't want to get into it. But, like, there was a lot of family stuff. You know, he has some kids and there were some issues with that. And it just it caught up with him like when I met him he was actually in because like as a Mexican man he recognized that his culture doesn't deal with their emotions they don't talk about their emotions and he's like I don't want to be that. I want to be better so he actually was in classes when we first met and I really respected that we would sit and talk for hours and he was very tapped into that but then like you know Seven, eight months into He was in classes
1: You mean Landmark Forum? No,
0: not Landmark But the guy The boring white guy was
1: <laughs> Oh, really? Boring Interesting. White guy.
0: No So
1: Landmark Forum For people who don't know So let me just do a, a quick
0: It's kind of a cult, yeah?
1: No, it's not a no. cult Landmark Forum So basically what happened What happened was this Um obviously america was founded on judeo-christian values and principles and that was kind of killing it up through you know the th- 20s and 30s and 40s and after world war 2 and the whole world kind of expanded after that cuz uh, things uh, the east came to the west west came to the east the whole world kind of became more open um, i think probably most because of aviation i'm guessing meow. and maybe because of the kitty the telephone be podcasts oh that means that means the neighbors coming home the kitty starts anticipating and crying meow. so um So a lot of Eastern philosophy started coming West, right? And, uh, particularly in the sixties and stuff. And that's where like all life coach stuff started happening. Buddhism came over Uh and Buddhism Uh basically translated into landmark and Scientology and something called the fifth way. And uh, there's all the, I mean, yoga, Yoga. the birth of yoga. So, um, And it was basically like a modern, industrial, civilized American way to categorize and work with Buddhism as a philosophy, Um, which is basically the same shit that everyone talks about, like don't take things personally, try your best, why do I sound like Donald Trump right now? Fuck
0: that, take things personally. (laughs) I do all day long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, is that funny? So now you hear the neighbor coming in and the cat's like relaxing. Uh, Anyway, so... um, Landmark for- in LA, it became a huge thing, and it's basically a lot of people will say like that Tony Robbins is kind of out of that idea of landmark forum, and every every self help thing basically comes from S, which is landmark forum. Obviously, I've done landmark forum too, <laughs> but I also I don't think it's a call because it's just so you pay money and you hang out in a room, and then you go okay, this is interesting shit. But and a lot
0: of people meet. I met that gone to landmark, it enables them to stay in their shit. Everyone that I've ever met in Landmark doesn't really move beyond the reasons why they went there.
1: That's very profound. And that may actually be true, but I don't think that's the fault of Landmark. trying to better yourself. I think that's just because human beings are like caught in their shit. And to really extricate yourself from the shit that's in your face, you have to work at it constantly. I mean, I know that for me, I think I'm a, I think I was a better boyfriend in my last relationship than I was... 10 years ago for sure but was i still you know victim to the same bullshit that i had before 10 years ago probably a little bit you hopefully
0: know hopefully not though huh hopefully
1: not well just a little bit like i think i've i, I think i've always been I, I i end up becoming very subservient in relationships um with me mistress no i become very <laughs> much like i want to be like i want to be like the house husband i want to support my badass bitch wife who's going to like do stuff and i want to like hey can i take the, take care of the baby and not work
0: <laughs> <laughs> right comedy um,
1: so then then they go hey I, I thought you were like when i met you, you were this cock swinging arrogant douchebag and now you want to like r- rub my feet every day what the fuck is that about it's like the Patrice o'neill bit about i don't know if it's a very famous bit where he talks about men are like fishermen we just catch fish we just catch fish every once in a while we catch a fish and it hops back in the boat they're Like, what do you do back by boat? They're like, yeah, well, well, come on, oh, fine, stay in my boat. And then after a while, like, well, you're still going around. Like, why do you have a fishing rod? Okay, fine, I'll get rid of my fishing rod. Well, we don't need a boat anymore because it's just me and you. All right, fine, I'll get rid of the boat. And then like your layer, like, you know, when I met you, you had a fishing rod, you had a boat. <laughs> it's, it's an awful reduction, sexist thing to say, but there's also some truth to the fact that like women are attracted to a type of man that. In a domesticated relationship That man no longer is For the most part Not always But it happens So Back to you Because this is not all about, about me, me. <laughs> Um Alright So Now You're you're single And you're writing this book What is What is your next Are you not You're off the apps now
0: Yeah I'm done
1: So how do you pl- Do you Are you looking to meet someone Or are you just gonna I mean Walk the path of Buddha
0: <laughs> Walk the path of Buddha mm. I mean, yeah, I definitely want to meet somebody, but like, again, going back to like me in real life, meet people I actually date just going and living my life. I do a lot of things by myself, hence actually opens up a lot of doors to meet new people. Because when yeah. travel impacts, especially as women, men get intimidated you know, and I don't intentionally go out So when
1: you travel in packs with women, men get intimidated. Yeah,
0: it's, it's harder for a man to approach a woman. If she's with another group of women, the ones that actually do approach women in groups are usually just the douchebags that want to get their dick with the guys. that actually really genuinely like women. There's a lot of fear of rejection, you yes. know? Um, and I mean I don't go out on myself looking to meet people, but because as you get older and just people get busy, I've learned I can either sit at home and be depressed because I've nothing to do and no uh-huh. one to do it with, or go out and do the things that make me happy. Yes. I go out and do the things that make me happy. And with doing that, I meet lots of people. Hence I actually have been in touch with the chicks that I met at the bar at Isabel that yeah. I left the bad date, like we're going to hang out. So I mean there's a good yeah like end of that story. Um but no, I mean that's I mean I think every guy I've ever actually dated, I've met in real life doing something.
1: Do, yeah, doing a I'm trying to think. And there's
0: nothing wrong with online dating. I've met a lot of people who've actually are happily married, but just for me, it doesn't work for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I've always... The idea, like, I met someone in real life, as opposed to I met someone online. is crazy?
0: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah.
1: We, eventually you have to meet someone in real life. Yeah. You know? I do think that there is such a... It's almost like when I was a kid, and I grew up poor, and... <clears throat> to shop for my school clothes my mom would always take me to Kmart and I was just like fuck we're going to Kmart I got
0: a Christmas um shopping spirit Kmart oh that's nice oh
1: no 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 but this was Kmart back in the day
0: yeah back in the day not new
1: refurbished Kmart no this
0: was like back in 1980s Kmart
1: yeah okay so there's also something called GC Murphy which Uh, was down in Virginia so uh I would go... But not the Goodwill, although we do go there too, but just one step above a thrift store. And that's where we do all of our back-to-school shopping. And I remember I would go there like, man, I'm so embarrassed. What if someone sees me? And then I would be hit with the idea of like, well, that means they're also at Kmart. So fuck them. Um, And that's kind of like online dating. You're like, what lose? Like, you can't get mad at me for... You're on this shit too, motherfucker. Um, And I do think that people are online dating... They're There's always a lot like well I'm on people. it because my reason is different than your reason.
0: But everyone has reasons to be yes. on. That's okay.
1: Of course, exactly. And we can't judge anyone. So, what is what is next for you? I want to hear like uh the next plan for you in terms of what it is you now, are you you're looking to, to meet the right guy? No. Yeah. Oh my god, what if we set you up on this fucking podcast? How dope would that be?
0: You'll be invited to our <laughs> non wedding
1: Ah. Uh, I I've been the wedding party.
0: <laughs> You'll be the rapper. Um, so just to manage expectations, I got to bounce in like 10, 15 minutes.
1: Oh yeah, we're wrapping this fucker up. Okay. Can you see how I said that? Okay. Um, all right. So and now in terms of your writing, you have a, you have a book.
0: I'm working on my second book. It's still under the umbrella of the shit they should have taught you in college, but it's only it's semicolon relationships.
1: Oh, I like that. So the shit they should taught you in college. What what are the things if you could do a quick. Sum up of that book My first book? Your first book That people um, Mm. Should really know
0: Lots of things But uh, A How to effectively communicate Is huge
1: What, What would you say The precepts of that are? Well it's
0: the same bullshit Like I feel Versus you like, you do this, but yes. I feel, you know, that opens up people to like listen versus feeling attacked. Yes,
1: there's a classic joke about that. Like, sh- you're an asshole. I feel, I feel like you're an asshole. Okay. Yeah. That's like a classic. Like, I mean,
0: my whole like dating thing is like, there's no such thing as Prince Charming. Prince Charming's an asshole kind of vibe because, like, if we really were taught that, we wouldn't be so devastated and seeking this person that's supposed to fix us. There's no such thing. You got to fix yourself. If you attract a fucked up motherfucker, you know, it's like, you're That's gonna, because
1: you are, you, you are it. too, yeah. you know,
0: it's like you, you, you attract what you are inside and lots. And then you, following your intuition and your gut it's there for a reason. I think, especially as women, the older you get, the more, if you learn your lessons right in life, you realize every time something didn't go well, your intuition and in your gut was going as off, told you. but it's always a quiet whisper, but it gets louder and louder and louder, you know, and louder.
1: How do you know? Cause I, I look back and I'm like, there's lots of time and I didn't listen to it but how do you know when it's just you like maybe I'm being paranoid maybe I'm just being anxious for no reason how do you know it's your intuition versus some unfounded reason based on past trauma well
0: I think you have to work on yourself and heal yourself to understand your triggers and your trauma (laughs) I'm not
1: going to do that so (laughs) and um, then
0: once you get past that and realize that you're feeling something that's not comfortable yeah it's it's like your GPS system yeah you know I mean Again, like you gotta, you gotta get back to knowing who you are first before you can trust your intuition. Because the problem is, is so many people run around doing everything that they're supposed to be doing, get married, get like degrees, and get into jobs, and then they get this mortgage, and they really didn't want any of it, but they did it because they were supposed to. Right. Yeah. And so then you get into a point that you're lost. You can't trust your intuition at that point because your intuition's so fucked at the point. Like you just have to get back to who you are mm-hmm. and work on yourself before you can start trusting that and making decisions. Cause if you're making decisions anywhere else. It's going to be off. Yeah. Because you're off.
1: Of course. Yeah. You know?
0: So that's a whole thing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think a lot of people, they look for a relationship to fill the void as opposed to they complete themselves and they want a partner. Absolutely. But to complete yourself and then find a partner, particularly nowadays, but such end a, up bizarre- <laughs> 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 it's such a bizarre concept. It was like, I am a complete, I-, I remember part of the reason why I'm, I'm so damaged. Uh, no, uh, I had a relationship when I was, uh, in 2013, <laughs> hold my beer. And, um, when that and I was like, oh, this is it. Like I'm at the age, I'm in my, you know, thirties. Where it's good to get married. She's in her early thirties. We're at the perfect. Like this is where people Do have been through some shit. They yeah. they have their baggage, but it's matching enough. We don't have you know.
0: Were you matching on baggage though, or were you matching on like the good stuff? Well, I mean, I think
1: in my head, I was like, this is this is when I met her. She was married. I was like, but but she's going to get divorced. We'll get through this, and you know. And uh, I thought this was going to be it, right? And I think I definitely sort of retrofitted the problems earlier. Like, it's going to be it. It doesn't really fit, but let's keep screwing this fucking square peg into this that. hole uh, because this has got to be it, right? So when she broke up with me and we'd lived together when that happened, um, my whole perspective on like reality was gone. No. Because i i I was clearly not complete and whole, and I hadn't really figured out who I was and what I wanted in my life. So when that happened, my definition had sort of transmuted into my relationship with her. And when she went, I was like, I was completely at sea. And it was probably a, a, a couple of years before, um, it, you know, I figured out like, oh, okay, that's not what a relationship is. A relationship is if it ends, you can be heartbroken and have grief, but actually. Continue the journey of, of self discovery and expression and meaning that you've we're already on, yeah, independent of the person. But I think
0: we all go through that though, yeah, <clears throat>
1: we all go through that. Um, all right, well, it's shit.
0: fun, it's so You're, much fun.
1: <laughs> anything else you want to say? You want to leave the kids with
0: um, bit of advice? People out
1: there looking for love?
0: I mean, no, no advice on looking for love. It's more about like you got to be learn how to just. I don't, I think so many people don't know how to make themselves happy, and that's mm-hmm. the core of so much shit. Your debt, your fucked up career, your miserable life in general. And it's just like everyone's seeking all this happiness from the outside. And it goes yeah. back to like the things that you don't want to do. You gotta do a lot of self work. We're all fucked up. We're all damaged. But the cool thing is is like once you get past all of that hurt and pain, that's where you really become your childlike self again. That's where you experience joy. That's where you start to do the things that were like genuinely make you happy and then all these other things start to shift in your life. Yeah. You know, and so I guess I would say that yeah. fuck the bullshit unfuck yourself I have a unfuck program yourself. if you need help with it natalianemis.com unfucking yourself I also do coaching if you need help isn't
1: there a book called unfuck yourself you might want to be careful about the copyrights on that one
0: uh but.
1: me. <laughs> alright well thank you for coming awesome to get to know you a little bit more thank and you. uh you know let's keep in touch alright
0: ciao and then you guys can find me on instagram natalianemis you want to spell that N a t a l l i a. dot and And right. then Natalia Nemes on awesome. Twitter. Ciao.
1: Right, bye.